Rough Talk VR. Welcome to another episode of Rough Talk VR, a weekly podcast with in-depth game reviews, exclusive developer interviews, and the latest Oculus Quest news. We join our hosts D Scruffles and Stratus2K1 today as they spend another episode breaking down and discussing the Oculus Quest virtual reality world. Hey, welcome to this episode of Rough Talk VR. Today we're talking about a game that you know, we had to get in before the end of the year. It was actually especially itching at you. You were like, we can't do our reward show and not have reviewed this game. Absolutely. Today we're talking about Iron Man VR. Technically, I think if you go on the store page, it says Marvel's Iron Man VR. It Um, does. I I found that a little funny. Yeah. Uh, But it's developed by developer Camouflage and published by Oculus Studios. Not yet Meta Studios, but, you know, inevitably that's, that that hammer is going to come one day, I'm sure. Uh, but you know, this is a Iron Man VR game. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Anybody who's a a fan of Iron Man is going to be like a kid in the candy shop with this one. They're going to be so so happy. Uh, me, I didn't have the same Iron Man experience that some people might have. I didn't really watch the movies or or anything like that. So it was it was an interesting experience for me. Well. Oddly enough, I never watched any of the Iron Man movies until we actually played this game. And then afterwards, I'm like, well, I kind of want to see the movies now. And if you have seen the movies, you'll you'll enjoy all the tie-ins they have. Mm-hmm. But, you know, going into it, it wasn't like Star Wars for me. And you would like Star Wars Tales no. from Galaxy's Edge where it's like, I know oh, nothing about Iron Man other than he was a, you know, Marvel superhero. Yep. But, uh. Interesting enough, and in it this, was Tony Stark. I knew that. But, yeah, what I what I like about this one too is that they don't seem to try to do their own fictitious, like, uh, well, obviously it's fictional, but their own like interpretation of what Iron Man looks like. No, it's quite real. No, they 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 go Dude, with it's wicked real. <laughs> they go with a you know clear Robert Downey Jr. influence character model. Yeah, I don't think any of the voiceover workers anybody from the movie. I don't think. No, but just in terms of like raw character models, they were definitely trying to make it, you know, at least similar to the movie in that regard. Yeah, I don't, I mean, obviously I was listening to see if it was going to be his voice, but I'm not upset it wasn't. The story that they're telling you in the game was like really good. Oh yeah, and that's uh, definitely a big thing that keeps you going in this. But before I get too carried away, uh, the game is thirty nine ninety nine on the Oops. official MetaQuest store. Yeah, easy to easy to skip Oops. that part. Uh, it's got a four point four total rating on the official MetaQuest store with five hundred fifty seven ratings and three hundred forty two written reviews. And it just came out November third, twenty twenty two. So a month and a half ago, two months, give or take, you know. Yeah, um, and there was a lot of hype coming into it as well. So. Yeah, this was uh, one of the few PSVR exclusives that's still yet to make their way over to the MetaQuest until, you know, obviously now. Um, and then they surprise announced that they bought Camouflage, the studio that, <laughs> that developed it. Now they're the publisher of it. And now it's coming to the, it came to the MetaQuest. It was a pretty gangster move for sure. Oh, it was slick. It and, was uh, real slick. Yeah, and FTC uh, court documents, because, you know, Meta has a, uh, FTC legal battle going on because they tried to buy the developers of Supernatural. And, you know, I'm sure they they will, but they got to deal with the whole, you know, FTC aspect of it first. Um, it came out in those documents that Camouflage is actually making a Batman VR game as well. We had talked about that a couple weeks ago on a Monday morning news episode as well. So, you know, we're reviewing Iron Man VR now. No info about the Batman VR game besides it's in the works. But based off of this game, that. It, I'm freaking excited for Batman VR. Dude, this game proved that you could take any superhero and just go with it. I mean, as long as there's a good story to go with it. Yeah. I think if they just made a, you know, one-sided, it's only fighting and there's no backstory or nothing, it, it would be pretty boring. Well, that was something that we kept commenting, you know, about halfway through playing it. It was like, the gameplay in this game is really good. You know, we'll, we'll break it down a little bit more in depthly in just a bit, but they do a really good job utilizing the controller and VR and as many different aspects that they can. But I kept saying like the thing that's bringing me back is that this is actually a damn good story. Yeah. The, the only problem is, is once the story's over, 
you know, we can talk about its replayability strengths and weaknesses if you want, but you know, that that's probably to me the, the only downside to it is like, you know, how many times are you going to watch the same movie type of thing? Mm-hmm. Even well, whether you're in the movie or not. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I get what you mean. They do give you some options besides the main story of the game. You have kind of like a globe and you that's how you play challenges. And yeah, that's how you challenges. Pick, that's how you pick your mission and they'll take you all over the world in different locations, Shanghai, Uzbekistan, you know, all over the place. You name it, you're probably going there. Uh, you know, you click it and then there'll be the mission. But then kind of what you were just saying, you know, time challenge, flight challenges, you know, then later in the game, you unlock like combat challenges. So that's the main replayability of the game, unless you want to just keep rerunning the same missions over again. Um, you know, post game content is kind of just these, these challenges, which as good as they are, when the story is so good, you know, it's not in comparison at all. Yeah. And that's why I'm thinking, you know, this was my first superhero VR experience, but I kind of really enjoyed the the story aspect along with the your involvement in it. So Yeah, there's some like dialogue choices. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they yeah, they, I don't think they make a difference, to no, be honest I don't, with you. I have a feeling the story is you <laughs> Not know like a choose your own adventure. <laughs> yeah, but there is some dialogue cho- choices. You can kind of, you know, be a little bit of an asshole at times if you want, you know, be Mr. Goody Two Shoes, just like all these. There's just two options. You pick it either on the left or the right. Um but, you know, just while we're going back and forth about the replayability aspects that they do give, something I will give them props for. It's a very simple gameplay mechanic that does add replayability for people that are like OCD about getting, you know, completionist stuff. Every campaign mission has a star rating of zero to five. So, you know, there's people that are going to go back and they're just going to keep replaying some campaign missions just to get that five star. No, I mean, yeah, and you can use those, you know, those stars collate to things that you can unlock that conveniently cost five. Yeah. So the incentive is, is like, if you want to upgrade your, your suit, which really I thought was cool. I didn't expect that to be any part of the game. Yeah. You have, you have your, your ship in the main hub area and exactly what you said. There's a bunch of upgrades on it and most of them cost, coincidentally, you know, five five stars and so you get the currency from completing missions boom you got three stars boom now you have three more stars to spend on upgrades and you have probably what would you say eight or nine total parts to to kind of mess with between your wrist your arms your chest full body yeah Mm -hmm. even the decor so you can change the you know suit colors and all that Mm -hmm. so you know they let you change (laughs) because you have two different shooting weapons in this you have one that'll be just when your hands are facing forward and you pull the the trigger to shoot you know that's your, your first weapon but then if you flick your hands up it goes to your second weapon your so secondaries you can, yes <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah and they do give you multiple loadouts so you have like two different loadout choices which is kind of cool that's actually a very good point now do you use two different loadouts or do you only use one i do not sir yeah i, I just <laughs> use one i'll be honest with you i do not and, and uh, that's that's the thing is like if there was let's say uh multiplayer battle royale you know like everyone's flying around as iron man trying to take each other out then i could see having the loadouts but Mm -hmm. other than that it's like it's just me playing in the story so that's oh i never even thought about that type of battle royale idea because like there's some i envision the future of superhero games will involve some sort of multiplayer like think if pop one was all superheroes you know Mm -hmm. super smash brothers meets you know marvel but you could only have like (laughs) legit like one hulk and one thing and there would only be one captain america so you wouldn't be like a whole mm-hmm. swamped field of you know let's say iron man or whatever mm-hmm. that's, that's actually a really really cool idea yeah. um and you have health in the game too that regenerates over time except in boss battles which is a, <laughs> a frustrating <laughs> disappointing <mechanic>. yeah <laughs> very, <laughs> very disappointing sometimes but uh you can take an upgrade that increases the the speed in of which you regenerate health, which definitely helps a lot. Oh yeah, what's what's wicked cool, and I didn't know it, not having seen the movies until playing it. But like, they did a really good job with like his home. <laughs> I mean, believe it or not, mm-hmm. I kept looking at the 
you know, what would they not put in a game from his home? But, you know, how there's like a second floor in that, you know, where you got to answer the phone and shit. Mm-hmm. Then there's um, punching bags and. Yeah, that's, like that's that. all one floor in the movies. Mm-hmm. But it's relatively close, especially the outside area as well. So, I mean, they they really did a good job with, I'll say, the scenery from the movies. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh you know, those small little interactable things in the main hub, you know, I don't use them every time I played, but I'd say I've in total probably killed maybe like 40 minutes, 45 minutes, just completely just around. Just around, yeah. Yeah, boxing up the, the speed bag. Uh, yeah, and you have the, the, the basketball game you can you can play, which <laughs> oh, for I some s- reason I suck at. But I was just about to say that I suck at it. No, I'm they not gi- very good at it. They give you a very easy high score to beat, too. And I'm like, nah, I'm not spending the hour. That is. I'm so worried. I'm going to hit my um, my ceiling fan because the only way I feel like I'm going to get the ball in really is to like. And honestly, what we're talking about it has nothing to do with the game. No, it's just these little little... interactive things that are in it that you can play with. Mm -hmm. Which you know, was the coolest in the whole world, though. What the flying? Yeah. So. Tell me, you know, because they give you a tutorial in the beginning of the game that was mm-hmm. very good. You know, they really break it down step by step from movement to to whatever. It took me maybe two play sessions to really get the hang of flying. There were some times I would go to go fly and then I'm just shooting my gun at the ground. No, uh, remember I did really good at the uh, that first, you know, how they force you to do like a, a speed a trial test. there. Yeah. Yeah. And I did really good at it. Well, because you're, you're good at using the, the boosters. Well, the boosters, but that's, I I discovered right away, like, there's a sweet spot when you move your hands. Like, mm-hmm. I use my hands like the rudders of a plane, and I'll feel the controllers vibrate, and my mm-hmm. dude's taking off. And then the first upgrade I got was, like, the, I think the accelerator one that makes you go even faster. Mm-hmm. So, which is crucial in this game, by the way. Oh, yeah. There's some chase missions, I'll say, where, you yeah. know. Oh, yeah. If you're slow, you're, running doing, away. Just, mm-hmm. you're not going to do it. And the way the flight system works in this game you know we, we were commenting it's creative and everything hats off to them you you point your like the palms of your hands to to fly and you pull the trigger and that'll make you that'll make you fly but example if you point your hands down you're gonna fly up if you point your hands forward you're gonna fly backwards you know you if you point your hands you know palms facing away you're gonna fly forward so it's you're really using the the boosters on your hand to really manipulate how you fly. It's a really cool concept. And then it gets a little tricky the first t- couple times you play. And I'm sorry, I, and I think earlier for shooting weapons, I said you pull the trigger. I think you press the, the A button instead. Whatever. Yeah, that's the only thing that really threw me too was going between the first those couple two? of times I played mm-hmm. the game, I kept, you know, just instinctively, I want to pull the trigger mm-hmm. to shoot. And it's hard to tell my thumb that, like, no, you're the shoot button. Yeah, 100%. That was the biggest, uh, I guess, obstacle for me to get over in terms but of But let's getting... be honest, you know, do you want to be able to get into a super, like an Iron Man suit and just be a whiz at it right out the get-go? No, you got to like, you got to learn it. Mm-hmm. No, there's and definitely. And I mean, he had to learn it in the movies. He had accidents and stuff, so. <laughs> yeah, I've this caught myself running as... into things. Oh, yeah, and you know how it is when those flight challenges, they got you going through rocks and all sorts of crazy, through caves. Mm-hmm. And then... and Dude, the know. flying is the best. Oh, yeah, no, they they hats off to it. It's so fun, even to the point that if you go to the locations on the globe and you go to select either a mission, flight challenge, comp challenge, whatever, and all the locations, there's a free fly, a free roam. Yep. Because free flight. You, I bet you that was like a, a tester request of like, you know, it's just fun to roam around. I kind of just want to fly. And from running from, or flying from my ass off there, away from the enemies a lot, the maps are pretty damn big. Oh, yeah, they are. Because that was them. the other thing I wondered. It's like, this is something that, you know, you have to fly in. So it can't be like a, a small little area. But it, I, I didn't feel ever like I was running out of room. No, not at all. I was trying to get away. And flying away defensively is imperative in this yeah, game because your, your health regenerates. Yeah. And another boost you can get or upgrade is the, what is it? The nano, nanotechnology for even making your rebuild quicker for mm-hmm. your health. Yeah. Like I said earlier, that one's essential, I think, for the harder difficulties when, because the majority of the enemies that you're facing in this game are drones. 
I don't want to give too much of a spoiler of the story or anything like that because to no. me again that was the, I, I think the real shining part that kept bringing me back so I don't want to spoil it but you're fighting a shit ton of drones I will say that and there's a wide variety of the types of drones from very simple ones that you're going to destroy effortlessly to ones with shields that like charge you to ones that kind of like turn into black holes that suck you in then phew, take like 70 health away from you so it's like in these later levels shit amps up hard you know yeah Not- I, I think i i told you my favorite levels were eight and nine mm-hmm. but level 10 holy moses yeah no there's 12 shit gets real 12 chapters you could say 13 if you count the tutorial too um and that's not counting of course all the the different like bonus missions and stuff like that so there's there's a pretty big amount of content but no definitely those last missions are hard to say the least yeah and i i like the it it was a gradual progression of difficulty as the story progresses Mm -hmm. every mission is harder progresses um so by the time you're really starting to, to struggle or have some difficulties, you're a lot better at the game than you were, you know, I guess in some people, you know, six or seven hours, but I've got over, I've got more than six or seven hours into the game for sure. Yeah. I'd say, I mean, I definitely was completing chapters in under an hour, but mm-hmm. then I would dick around and then other chapters would take me longer than an hour. Exactly. I would say it's probably fair to say an hour a chapter if you're not stuck completely you know you oh. get you you get stuck on a mission and might it's gonna Some of those earlier work. ones are yeah, yeah there was the one i got stuck on it just it sucked mm-hmm. literally days dude if we were to go back and redo mission you know two three in comparison to how hard it felt in the moment of us playing it it would be so easy <laughs> right now now i understand how to be iron man yeah, what sucks for me is the ones I didn't get good star ratings in aren't the early missions. <laughs> they're the, the, later the later hard ones. ones. Yeah, The ones are... that I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to do that one again. I think that there was one mission I got one star. And you don't have to have five stars in everything, you know? No, no, no. But just to be fair with, you know, what they gave you for replayability, it's not like you complete a mission... It's done. Oh, it's just gone forever. No, you can play it all every day if you want. Mm-hmm. You can replay it, and there's actually incentive of replaying it besides just getting the whole all five stars that gives you upgrade points for your Iron Man suit. And there is a leaderboard for these missions as well with like total <laughs> score. So it, you know, let's look at a game that we love, love seeing it on the on the official store now. Iron Guard VR. Mm-hmm. Just last week, you went into it. Just to get back on the leaderboard. There's definitely yes. people that, that play this game. I got game bumped that... out of the leaderboard, I think, in the first level. So I was like, no, that's not it's not mm-hmm. happening. You went back into it. And same with Unplugged. Boom, same yep. thing. The leaderboard got you back in. There's definitely... No, I'll, okay, I'll, gi- I'll give you that. You know, between the stars and the the leaderboard, they're, they're really... Tr- anybody who's enjoying being Iron Man, they're, they're doing what they can besides multiplayer or additional story content to get you back in. You know, whether or not that actually will get you back in, I think comes down to the individual player. Mm-hmm. But, the, you know, they're trying their best. They're doing what they can, you know. <laughs> I think multiplayer would be trying your best. But, yeah. no, I can't argue with what you said, though. Multiplayer would be too much fun. But we say this selfishly every game, not even, you know. We say it as a consumer, not the person who has to develop it <laughs> yeah selfishly we, we always say it because you know we have the easiest part in the whole world i, w- I wouldn't even want to like necessarily face off pvp as iron man which would be very fun and like we said would or like you said earlier would actually create incentive to use the different loadouts you know oh, well now i need shield now i need whatever if we could be two iron men fighting waves of drones against each other i mean not against each other with each other they could justify that because i think it was the the second movie now you're an expert. No, far from <laughs> it. I have to watch it like what a, a thousand times more. Yeah. They had um his best friend. Yeah, it definitely was the second one. Long story short, he ended up in the other Iron Man suit and they fought together. Yeah, why not? I mean it's a So it, it in would... in true form with the movie, you know, why not? 
Mm-hmm. It would just be so much fun. But again, selfishly, because this game is definitely one yeah. that's... Oh, yeah, push- yeah. Good luck with that. You know, <laughs> These guys are going to be so excited to see the 7% GPU increase on the MetaQuest 2. Like, this is definitely a game pushing the game. I had no... I had no lag, nothing. No frame rate drops, nothing. But no, just, and I was you- all over the place, dude. But if you look around, there's a lot going around, a lot going on between the scenery, the waves of enemies. Sometimes there's a lot of enemies at you. Just mm-hmm. all the environments, the the gameplay movements yourself, all the weapons you're firing to not get any frame rate drops or anything. It's impressive, but I have very little doubt that they're pushing the the headset to the, to its limit. Well, they were. <laughs> yeah. Now they got seven percent. They got seven percent <laughs> wiggle room. Yeah, right. Which that might that could be multiplayer for some games or something like that. You know, that could be that little bit extra squeezing that towel. Dry no, I was um I was pretty blown away with the graphics. Yeah. No, the graphics were were really good. The character models were good too. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you said it's not Robert. Voice Downey work Jr. was good. I was just about to say yeah. it was very good. I have uh, no complaints about any of the characters, you know, voice work at all. No, just, they Without without giving story spoilers again, too, you have like these AI companions with you that are freaking awesome. So it's like even the little side companions and the the side characters and your dialogue with them and your dialogue choices, it's a lot of fun. They yeah. they did a they did a great job all around with the plot. They did a good job making you feel like Iron Man. No, know? it felt it, legitimately to me. It felt like a movie after probably the first thirty minutes of playing it. Once I learned how to fly and. Mm-hmm. Like, how am I going to do all these controls, you know, like complaining? <laughs> Dude, they really max out. But once controller. I figured it out and got to enjoy the the story aspect of it with my role in it, it to me just felt like a, a really good interactive story or movie because it's movie quality. The sound was movie quality. Yeah, absolutely. The story writing of it, like the plot line was movie quality as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like some amateur, uh, you know, whatever storyline. No, was that? I've was, seen, I've seen worse movies. So. Yeah, exactly. I was actually captivated. <laughs> Did you I know, probably to, paid to see? <laughs> I, I wanted to play the next mission half because the game was fun and half just to know what happens next in the story. So just off that, yeah, they did a they did a great job in that area. Yeah, see, I just wanted to know the story and mm-hmm. was willing to play because you know, in full disclosure. You got to admit, it's pretty, it's somewhat repetitive. Well, there's no somewhat. It is very repetitive with, you know what you're going to do before it really happens. Yeah. Except with the exception of a couple levels. But other than that, it's like, you know, like, okay, you're going to get a story. Then you're going to have to fight and it's going to be drones and it's going to be these drones. And, and then you're going to fly to that area. And then you're going to yeah. fight over there. Yeah. Then you're going to fly to that area. It's going to be the They're same drone over there, but I get it. It every and I'm not crapping on it because it all works. Oh, wow. I think if you just sat and watched the story, you'd be like, "Man, that was boring." And I think if you just sat there and just played the missions with no story, you'd be like, "This is boring." But if it, you meld the two together, you go, "This is pretty great." That's actually a good. That's a good observation. I agree with that because, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, there's even times that I said it while we were party chatting with each other, and I was like. It's it's the story that's keeping me coming back. Yeah, I want to so know what's a, happening next. Like it's it that is the element that stops it from being repetitive. Absolutely, yep. absolutely. And I knew what my role was going to be. I mean, you knew, it was no surprise to you, right? Like what your role was going to be, but mm-hmm. you didn't know what the story was going to be. No, and they they, you know, for somebody who didn't have prior experience with the movies and stuff like that, it was still able to captivate me. Mm-hmm. And now for you, you've seen the movies now. You know, yeah, instant, I, I, I took the bait. Yeah. The first thing you said to me was you were like, this gives me a lot more appreciation for the game. And you're like, had I have played the, had I have watched these before I played, I would have definitely appreciated a lot more of the minor things in the game. Correct. But having not and played and still enjoyed the game, it's mm-hmm. just a testament to the game. Yeah. No, hats off to them. They did a good job. And again, they maxed out the controller between moving your hands around to fly, <laughs> moving your hands for the different weapons. Oh, plus you can one hand fly and then use your other hand to manipulate different objects. Which sometimes they make you for the story, like, you know, maybe you'll grab something and then you'll push away to slide open. Or magnetic hand. 
Yeah, yeah. That one. <laughs> yep. They'll whip that out plenty of times. And then you can hover in the game too. So like if you're flying around, then there's a spot you want to stay. You can press the button on your left controller and just stay there, start piecing people up. And then there's oh, a, I don't know if it's just me, but sometimes I felt like in uh, the boss rounds per se, the hover didn't really function as it should. The, the <laughs> hover in the boss missions, the last thing I ever want to do is stand still. Cause, is hover. I know. Yeah, that's funny. No, because you don't really heal. You you heal a little bit, but not in the What's same way. What's your least favorite um least favorite drone? Either the black hole or the little headbutt fuck. The little guy who wants to charge at the with the triangle shield. Oh, he like okay. charges up and charges at you. And you yeah, have and to you, you can only shoot him after he makes a run at you and doesn't mm-hmm, hit you. Mm-hmm. Either that guy, just because he's a headache, but nobody's killed me more than Black Hole Man. <laughs> dude dude the black hole drone sucks because like it'll be like a mission you'll be facing a boss again you you really only heal when you either do damage to the boss or sometimes i've healed a little bit from dodging their attacks but it's not much you'll go from like 27 health to like 35 whoop de doo mm-hmm. uh yeah i'll be at like you know 40 health doing good decent against the boss but obviously i'm not recovering health there comes a black hole guy. I'm flying around. I get sucked into him. Boom, dead. Restart Restart the fight. Like, I don't like the tanks, the missile launching tanks. I've never minded the tanks. I just go down uh, there at eye level. The and just, yeah, but they're, well, the inconvenient part about them is everybody else you're fighting in the air. And now they're all shooting of a, missiles up to you that are quite guided. You can shoot the missiles, of course, but it just doesn't stop. No. And, uh, you know, it's it can be definitely a headache. I, I see what you mean. Like going from up here, now you got to go all the way down here. Yeah, you got to rocket down there because you can't shoot long range at them. And yeah, it, yeah, no way you're hitting them from high up. And sometimes they do, in the heat of battle, you forget which friggin' weapon you're using, so you're waving your hands all. I look like a fool when I play this game. I'm sure. You know what's funny? I never really switched to my secondary your auxiliaries as they mm-hmm. call them in the game. I never really switched to them. I always just use my my main hand weapons but i use yeah, the early rounds i only use the main but later on i was like i, I had to yeah no because it does get more intense what do you use as your loadout weapons because i use the continuous beam for my like primary and then for the auxiliary i used uh the auto cannon yeah i have the same loadout but i also have the missile one because i bought it and just didn't like it and then I think there's one more that I have for that. I know I've got the speed boost. Mm-hmm. I might have one of the Unabeam. Oh, oh I've got the nano, it. the Una. I've got the the nano charger or whatever yeah, the I, nano thing for healing health. Yeah, I have that one on my loadout too. But we didn't mention the Unabeam before. You get this weapon in the story where you press, you know, the two A buttons together on your on you know each controller. Boom! You press each button. And then a giant freaking laser shoots out. I imagine it's coming out of your chest, but it kind of yeah. looks like it's coming out of your head when you no, actually it's play the out game. Of your chest, yeah, that would make sense. But like visually, when you're actually playing it, to me, it's always looked like it's coming out of my head. It's it's weird. It's like I know this is supposed to be my chest, but nonetheless, but that that beam, the unibeam, decimates everything oh, yeah, in stays, this way. Stays flowing for at least ten seconds. So you mm-hmm. got to move all around. Do a little dance around the screen. Well, you know, there's some missions where you kind of have to use the Unibeam, otherwise you're there's no way you would clear that that amount of of enemies. And you know, you can't use the Unibeam endlessly. It charges up. You get you charge up by killing other things. So awesome, kill more drones, and then you'll be able to use your Unibeam more. Pretty straightforward, just like all games. It's like a, a power. Yeah, up I hold off on using it unless mm-hmm. it's extreme emergencies, but. Absolutely, I love the Unibeam though. It's a it's a great weapon. There's even sometimes I forgot about it. Like I'll beat a I'll beat a mission and then I'll be like, oh, you know what? What if I had used my Unibeam? That would have been a lot easier. <laughs> but it's a, it's a great weapon. Uh, they also give you the fist. You can punch things, or you yeah. can punch down at them from the sky too. You Which literally is just punch. pretty cool, man. Because <laughs> I do that to the tanks just for sport. It doesn't kill them, but sometimes you hit them and they'll go like 20, 30 feet in the air, <laughs> come smashing back down. But it's mad effective. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm, again, it's one of those, are you always thinking to punch when you're you're shooting with both hands and flying? And No, well, that's the thing. And you about can stop thing. on a dime. I mean, this the flight controls are amazing. 
yeah, well, they have you. You, you look so intense playing this game because you know they have you doing so much between moving your hands everywhere, change directions, you know, <laughs> fleeing away from combat, fleeing to enemies. Then you'll be flipping up, you'll be shooting, doing your different weapons, doing the unibeam, doing the punching. Yeah, I know you. You look. There's a lot going on with the player in this game. I bet you it would look cool if you were in an Iron Man suit. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't look as stupid. Yeah, and you you touched on it for a second too that uh. They do give you different Iron Man suit colors that you can unlock throughout the game. So you yep. can, like, change your color combo. It's not to, like, any custom color combo. It's just a bunch of pre-selected ones. No, it's, it's the, the whole thing with the upgrades is really cool. Because, let's be honest, for what they're giving you, they didn't have to do that. They could have mm-hmm. just given you... Hey, you're Iron Man. This is the weapons you get. This is this how it is goes. what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Put no, them I to use, have fun, enjoy the story, but... They did try, you know, and I'll agree with you. They did the best they could to try to give you something and a reason to come back. And in fact, too, they even like make it so the upgrades make sense in the story and the lore of the game of like why you're even upgrading your suit just with one yeah. of, one of your AIs, you know. So they did they did a great job. It's not just like you're upgrading your suit and nobody in the universe is aware of it. It's like, no, it's like something that your companions are encouraging you to do. And there's, there's an actual reason (laughs) in the story. The universe is aware of it. Right. (laughs) You get what I'm saying though. Sometimes the games, they don't, they don't acknowledge gameplay aspects or they kind of like break the fourth wall with it. And like, Oh, it's just, it's just something that's there, but it's like, no, in this one, they're like, no, upgrading your suit is part of what happens in Iron Man, you know? So did you feel like a superhero when you played it? You know, Obviously not to like a childish extent of like, I was Superman, I was, no, but like they did a great job getting that immersive feeling, you know, like I said. Now here's some shit, ready? What if you were like eight years old and got to play Iron Man? You, right? When you're still at that age where the imagination is real, like. And it's your favorite superhero. Your favorite superhero. Right, because you know, there's kid, there's people. Iron Man's their How favorite. How intense do you think that would be? I mean that that almost be like. I mean, it's something as an adult, no matter what we play, we'll never have that ability because we've pretty much lost it from being adults. But when you're a kid and you have that imagination, that just you know the world of make believe can, and now you're in the world of make believe playing your favorite superhero. It's just got to be pretty intense. Mm-hmm. No, agreed. And again, with the the characters modeled after the ones that you've seen in the movies, so it's right? like there's no again. This is camouflage. Such good movies, dude. You got to right? watch them. Yeah, you you sold me on them. And yeah, I mean, gave me a whole new appreciation for Tony Stark. <laughs> and uh, your expectations were high, a just off of reviews and opinions and the fact that it's an Iron Man. But you know, like all games, when you click it and you see nine point six gigabytes, it's like oh, there's there's going to be a lot yeah. in here. It you know, better be something good for almost 10 gigs. No, right. I always get kind of giddy when I see like a, you know, I've never seen a, a really high, well, yes, I have. <laughs> yeah. So but I won't six, lie. Six gigs plus and your expectation to go up is all yeah. you're saying, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I hope that, you know, that they would, but yeah, and you, just you sadly, are... there's one that just drilled in my head. It's like so many gigs for the worst experience. <laughs> And you are a sucker for progression things, you know, mm-hmm. even like when we were playing Guardians the other week, you know, you when you popped in and you saw that, you're like, oh, this is going to be a good time. <laughs> uh, when we were playing on Party Chat and you heard Iron, you know, we we're playing Iron Man and you you hit that that suit. You're like, oh, I was not expecting that. But nope. I could just hear it in your voice. It's like, oh, this game just just went to the next level for me. Well, yeah. What were we saying on Party Chat more than anything would like how many stars we were getting? <laughs> you know like, yeah ah i only got three stars on that one well you heard it go down throughout the time it started with us being like oh i got four stars i got five stars to i, I got two stars that was a as far as the story goes there was a lot of like wow no way man no freaking way yeah no i i agree they kept it Again, 12 chapters. There's a lot that happens in each chapter with the story. It's not like just whatever. Good writing. Yeah. And it it's constantly moving. They mm-hmm. did a good job keeping it. You know, I don't know. Sometimes these games you'll do. The story doesn't progress until every three or four. Here's some shit. If this was on flat screen and I played it with the same story, I wouldn't have enjoyed it. 
Really? Isn't that? Yep. You think it was just the VR immersive aspect that got you? A million percent. Yes. Yeah, I could see that. Because again, you, you know, not in the childish way that we were just talking about it being, you know, a nine year old and thinking <laughs> you're Iron Man, but they do a good job immersing you to as much as you can as an adult, you know, Arrogant feel like Iron kid Man. walking around convinced yeah. he's Iron Man. Yeah, no. It, Don't it, call me Iron Man when I'm not wearing my suit. I'm Tony. But I'm surprised. That <laughs> this proves how good superhero games work in VR. I mean, I'm excited oh, for yeah. Batman VR. I want Hulk in VR. I yeah, want Hulk in I, VR I, bad. Hulk's Hulk an interesting one. Because apparently Hulk can really jump far. Like miles. So <laughs> Come I don't on, know dude. How they do. I can already picture me in part. Uh, and then has there ever been really a well-written Hulk? Movie. no no so i mean that's a tough hulk. one you know but it's hulk, <laughs> hulk <laughs> smash that's all you'd hear like <laughs> over and over you'd be so sick of it hulk well, we'd, smash we'd be so comical on party chat playing that game because you know we'd be getting oh, yeah. the full character no I, I did think hulk would be good i thought spider-man would be the spider-man i'm shocked is one. not in vr because that's such a that makes sense for vr yeah. the swinging and well and they've done it in flat screen and mm-hmm. they've done very well with it with the flight mechanics and all that so why not try to slowly port that over to think of that shit like swinging mm-hmm. with you know building a building well you know something that i think i need to bring myself down to earth about sometimes <laughs> when i'm always like where's the harry potter or, or you know you lord, of the rings, <laughs> lord of the rings or spider-man wherever you know I think because we're still so early in the grand scheme of things in the VR industry, so much of the answer to that is just time, you know? It's like, give it another five years. Mm-hmm. Bet you all those things are going to be by on, you know, the MetaQuest 3 and, and 4, and, you know, so on and so forth. <laughs> it just, it takes time, you know? Oh, no, dude, I don't disagree. But I, I think when, the you know, big but studio... But you got Marvel, exists, Marvel dropping in Quest 2 land, so, I mean... That's yeah, pretty that's, huge. That's the door open to, you know, now we're going to get Batman VR, or at least it's in the that works. That could open the door to the Avengers. Yeah. You know? I mean, what I'd love to see is the Marvel DC. That, that'd be the ultimate multiplayer. Yeah. Do the crossover franchise. Mm-hmm. Well, again, for me, it, it'll be when we get cooperative superhero games. Sure, if you had like five mil, you could probably make <laughs> it happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> No, but no, I'm excited them. for more. I want more. I mean, sadly, I wish I could, you know, there was more Iron Man to be had, but there isn't. So, well, I mean, I guess I can get upset about it like I would if a movie ended. Yeah, but I was, my biggest fear was that, you know, the game's thirty nine ninety nine mm-hmm. on the official MetaQuest store, you know, when it's not on sale for twenty six ninety seven or whatever the hell Such it was, 2679 yeah. or whatever. <laughs> uh, percentages in play there. Um but, you know, it's a $40 game, so it's like, hmm, there has to be a good amount of content, and it has to be good quality. $40 is the most expensive price tier on the official Quest store. Till Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, you could easily make, you know, 10 to 12 hours argument for the campaign, then plus all the bonus content. I'd say that they, plus the the quality of the actual gameplay mechanics... I think they did a really good job justifying the the $40 price tag. You know, my biggest skeptical part, you know, they they did their best with. You know, there's there's definitely a lot of content in there. Mm-hmm. No, I, I can't beat them up too hard. That's actually the only, really, I mean, the replayability is the only, if, if, if I was like, well, what's negative about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me. probably be the only thing. You know, I mean, everything else is a hot sell. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, even to that, like I keep saying, in my opinion, they did their best what they could. They gave you, you know, progression in the suit. They gave you leaderboards. They gave you mm-hmm. star for gave the missions that tie back. But you know, when the when the story's so good, once the story's done, it's kind of, you know, I'm probably not going to stick around. But that's nothing negative to the game. That's me as the player with this this specific game. You know, they mm-hmm. they, they they did what they could. Um, they gave you a lightsaber. I bet you you'd play it more. One hundred percent. But also, <laughs> if they gave if they gave co op in this game, I I would still play it more too. You know, that's just me as my play style. Yeah, no co op would be cool. Maybe it's something they're thinking of for the future. Mm-hmm. I okay. mean, it's a pretty serious studio, so. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything we missed with the way the game functions. You know, I think we. No, nailed- I mean, it, it, when you when you really look at how it functions, it's pretty easy. Yeah, making it all function is where it, there's mm-hmm. a little bit of a learning curve. Mm-hmm. But you know, I would recommend if you if you you know your like concern might be the flying. It's like just practice it for five ten minutes, and you'll freaking love it. Yeah, the only hard I really part- I genuinely all I've never felt like I wasn't in control. No, and it's very intuitive the way it works, like pointing away, yeah. pointing down. It, it, it makes sense. It'd be like if there really were turbo boosters. Hardest thing for me was remembering to press the A button to fire my guns in my hands. Agreed. That and was... that I did have secondary weapons if I would just raise my hands. <laughs> yeah, no, that's I agree. Mixing in the flight and the combat was the only hiccup for me. And even that, by level three, you got it down. It's it it's very quick. Um you kind of referenced it real quick. Just it's something that we both got stumped on for a couple minutes. So if we can do the viewers any favor without giving spoilers, it's this. If there's a point in the campaign that you have to answer the phone. Oh yeah. <laughs> like where I, I deliberately spoiled that. Yeah, no, because like, dude, I was stuck on it. And then you're like, Oh yeah, I got stuck on it too. You're like, I felt like such an idiot. Yeah, and I'm like, is the phone on the wall? Is it? I'm starting to try to grab items off of my. And it gets like, louder when you pocket. walk near it. Yeah, but you go to your stairs. You go up the stairs, and then right on the table up the stairs on your right, there's going to be a phone, and it's like it's not a telephone looking like you pick it up and put it to your ear. It's a box with a telephone symbol, and you like an intercom system, yeah. and you press it. Yeah, so I'll save you all a couple minutes because. You don't. I wasn't that intelligent. Yeah, yeah. You don't, dude. You should have seen me. I was trying to grab like my guy's sides. Like maybe it's in my pocket or something like that. I was looking on the walls. It was terrible. So, uh, guess who made a cameo in the second movie? Who's that? Well, just think. Think about it. If Tony Stark's like a billionaire with more money than he needs, knows what to do with, and he's building weapons and all this crazy shit. Because that's what his company does, Stark Industries. But mm-hmm. who do you think would make a cameo as themselves? I, I I don't know. Oh, man. I thought for sure you'd get it. Elon. Okay. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably the closest thing to Tony Stark we have, I think. <laughs> if you really look at it. Yeah, definitely watch the Minus the, uh, the defense weapons. I don't know Palmer, what he's got in his backyard. Palmer, you know, Palmer Lucky's on track to get up there too because he went from his <laughs> VR. Just because to... they might not be selling shit to the government, it's like I'm not stepping a foot into their yard. They are you selling know? to the government. They're just selling internet to the government. Correct. Starlink. Uh, Some satellite. I wouldn't be surprised in 15 years we see Palmer Lucky flying around with a Iron Man suit either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, guy owns a. Well, he's probably uh, already got the suit. Yeah, you know. Just got to figure out how to make it work. So that's an... We'll see him and Elon fighting in 15 years with Iron Man suit in the sky. Both races. Uh, as long as the world's a safer place, I'll watch it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> too funny, too funny. Uh, anything else you want to you wanna touch in on about the game that we might have missed before we go, go on to our final thoughts and review? No, I, without ruining any of the story, which I'm proud of both of us for not. Yeah, because it's a good story, and that's the only reason we're not saying anything about it. We've actually <laughs> said nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Besides, you know, they tie in him being uh, a arms dealer, <laughs> a legal arms dealer, being a defense contractor into the game. That's tied in. There's some AI. I think that's about all we said. Yeah. Probably the AI was the biggest spoiler. Mm-hmm, but that's not even a spoiler. No, you'll whatever. know about the AI in the first ten seconds of playing the game. The AI <laughs> is part of the tutorial, you know. Uh, no, no, I think it was. I think it was covered quite well. Mm-hmm. They did a good job making boss battles hard. You know, so <laughs> progressively though. Yeah, well, the first they, boss battle. I enjoyed the the progression. Mm-hmm. You can guarantee mission ten is going to be harder than mission four. Mission ten is. To That's those the who one that got it, you. they know, and to yeah. those who haven't, well, get there and find out. But those mission who know, ten is special. Those who know, no, <laughs> they know. They know. If you know, you know. Yeah, right. a lot of neat characters you get introduced to. Mm-hmm. Really for good. sure. And a like lot you of good said, backstory. A lot of good. A lot of good dialogue. A lot of homage to the the other movies. 
mm-hmm. in different spots here and there. And no, oh. it was it, it was put together with a lot of tender, loving care. <laughs> no, I agree. Hats off to them. So uh, <laughs> let's take this moment. Let's uh, take a message from our sponsors. And like I always say, you know, if you've been enjoying this episode, subscribe, rate us five stars on whatever podcast platform you listen to, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Overcast, Podcast Addict, Castro, whatever, whatever the the hell the kids are listening to podcasts on these days. <laughs> subscribe, rate us five stars there. Google Podcast, you know. Uh, as well, go check out our official podcast communities, our subreddit and our Discord, which you can find in the show notes. Uh, we recently added some new people as mods in our Discord because things are just so popping. It's good to have a couple more, right? So, you know, go check those out and we'll be back with you in just a minute. Today's episode is sponsored by True Classic. Guys, let's get real for a second. Your significant other will be way less upset about your gaming streak if you're looking fine as hell while you play. Finding that perfect fitting t-shirt can be a terrible experience. The thing is either way too tight, has a case of bacon neck, or is just plain big and boxy. Luckily, True Classic makes quality clothing for every guy. Whether you're on VR, PC, Xbox, PS5, or yes, even the Wii, they've made finding that perfect fit easy with their formula. A closer fit in the arms and chest to show off your muscles. We know you're getting a workout while gaming. Let those toned arms shine. Plus, they leave wiggle room in the torso to keep things cozy. All of their styles are super soft, and it's a great price for what you're getting. So guys, no excuses. Don't be a noob. Get rid of those ratty t-shirts I know that you've been hanging on to for years and get ready to upgrade. We have an exclusive deal for our listeners. We want to hook you up with some true classic. For a limited time only, get 20% off with the code ROUGHTALKVR at trueclassic.com. Almost all men's t-shirts are designed to look good on a certain body type. Think skinny models with six-packs or de-scruffles over here. But most of us aren't packing anything but a few beers. And there's nothing wrong with that. My dudes, it's simple. You are wearing the wrong clothes. True Classics tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. You can throw on that True Classic with confidence, knowing they've got your bases covered. True Classic is much more than just a t-shirt company. They have all the menswear staples you could need, from polos and workout shirts with the same flattering fit to boxer briefs that'll keep your boys feeling nice and comfortable. And for any of the big boys out there, they have tall sizing and up to triple XL on all their staple colors. True Classic will make you feel your best by accentuating the places the eye goes to first. Wink, wink. Whether you have abs or a delicious, soft, creamy center, their clothes look great on all body types. Skinny guys, big guys, buff guys, gaming guys, True Classic has you covered. Get comfortable, get going, and upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic. Get 25% off at trueclassic.com with the code word ROUGHTALKVR. Free shipping included on purchases over $100. 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. True Classic. When you look good, you feel good. Hey everyone, welcome to Fresh Ball Fall. It's the season of pumpkin spice and making sure your crotch looks nice. That means sipping cider in the fall breeze and using Manscaped products to trim your balls with ease. That's right, today's show is brought to you by Manscaped, a company here to make sure that your foliage isn't the only thing shedding its excess leaves. Heck, even Mother Nature knows it's time to lose the excess clutter for fall. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. By going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code ROUGHTALKVR. Whether you're brand new or already with us at Manscaped, you could use the crown jewel of care for your family jewels, the Platinum Package 4.0. With this glorious package, you can align your entire hygiene routine all in one swoop. Inside, the 10 Platinum Package is everything you know and love about the Performance Package, plus some shower goodies included to elevate your grooming game to platinum. The Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer and Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer feature proprietary advanced skin-safe technology to protect your delicate parts and holes. Both are waterproof, so you can keep scaping even as the weather's changing. In addition to shaving, you can now completely upgrade your shower routine with the Ultra Premium Body Wash and Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo Plus Conditioner. You'll have your skin and hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. Don't forget to apply their aluminum-free ultra-premium deodorant. And don't worry, it's not pumpkin spice. It's a cologne-quality fragrance. But we shouldn't have a signature scent for our pets. Use Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver. Ball Toner to make sure your go-to smell is top shelf and not sweaty balls. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts for their Platinum Package 4.0. 
the Manscaped Boxers, and Shed Travel Bag, both specifically made to hold your goodies. Get the Platinum Package this fall. These products are guaranteed to be hits for your dangly bits. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ROUGHTALKVR. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code ROUGHTALKVR. Manscaped, clear out the leaves. It's your tree trunk's time to shine. And we're back. So, like always, we have a review system that's broken into five different categories, and we each do our own rating review. I don't need your thoughts for mine. They're my own. So, <laughs> so the, the Stay categories... Stay out of my be, head, man. Yeah, come on, man. So we got gameplay, aesthetics, functionality, replayability, and value, each broken into 1, one to 20, and then the total of all five categories, making the total score. So do you remember if you went first last week or I did? I'm going to say last week was... um. Gods of Gravity, correct? Mm-hmm. I think I went first. Okay. So I'll lead the show this week. Yes. So starting with gameplay. Please do. This is an easy one to me. There are, there are 20 on gameplay. I mean, we said it throughout the review. You really feel like Iron Man in the game. Uh, they did a great job utilizing the controller in really creative ways that I haven't seen other games do in terms of the flying elements, the way that they... You know, most of the controls in the game is by how you're facing your controller. And then the, the combo a button you you press along with it. Really cool. You know, great story. You know, really good job keeping you motivated to go to the next mission just off of the story. Plus, you know, the time trials and the combat trials and, you know, yada, yada, all that stuff that doesn't captivate me as much as the story, but it's there. You know, plus the progressive upgrade suit. Yeah, they did a great job with, with everything involved with the gameplay of the game. 20 there. Aesthetics, I'm going to give them a 20 as well. Character models are good. Environments are good. You know, the the weapon effects, like the blasters and stuff like that, looks great. Nothing looks shoddy or, you know, low quality. Everything's phenomenal. I'm. This is one of those, you know, it's obviously not going to be real VR fishing or nothing like that. It's not Red Matter 2 either, but... It's good enough to justify a 20 out of me between, you know, the quality of, like I said, the character models, the environment, the voice acting, all that. 20 on aesthetics. They, they really did a good job there. Functionality, we commented on it too. No frame rate drops. No nothing. No glitches. No crashes to the home screen. No, no bugs at all. At least I didn't have any. So functionality, I'm going to give them 20. Replayability. This is the, this is where they take a hit. It's not going to be a big one, but I'm going to get just give them 15 on replayability. Um, if you're going to ask me how much am I going to go in post story, it's not going to be much. You know, the story is really what captivated me to play this game. But I can't hit them with like a five or a ten or anything like that because it the content's there. You know, me not going back to it. That's just because it doesn't capture me. But they give you the the time trials. They give you the combat trials. They give you the leaderboards. They give you the score rating with it, with incentive actually tied into the gameplay. It, there's enough there to justify a 15 in the replayability for me. And then value. This is probably the category I struggled with most. And, uh, you know, it was also the the aspect that I had me mo- most skeptical prior to playing because the game has a $40 price tag. I can say whether you're an Iron Man fan, you know, if you watch the movies, or you don't have any prior experience with the series, like like was me going into this, I can say the game's a twenty on value. I'd say for forty bucks, it's it's one of those you know. I don't want to use the words must play VR experiences because you know life in VR was good before this game came out too. You know, it's not like revolutionary in that regard, but it's a damn good game and it the price tag's justified. So twenty, twenty. 20, 15, 20, 95. Two weeks in a row. I swear I'm not super nice like this. I'm actually a mean guy. I think it's the holidays. Get you feeling all generous. That's a 95 for everyone. 95. You get a 95. You get a 95. You get a 95. No, I think you, I mean, as long as you can justify your, mm-hmm. your, your stance reasoning. on it. Yeah. I mean, you could give it whatever you want if you can hold good justification. And I can't argue with anything you said. So with that, um, gameplay, I was torn on a 15, to be honest with you. Only because 
to me, the fighting is a little repetitive. Again, the story, totally unpredictable. I didn't know what to expect, but I knew I was going to fight. What saved them and brings them to a 20 to me is there's a couple missions where they kind of like mix things up a little. So I'm like, all right, I can't be too much of a jerk. So I got to give them credit in the gameplay with a, a, a 20. Aesthetics, to me, it was a movie. I mean, I, the sound quality was was on point. To me, the graphics for the game were on point. It just it felt right. Everything seemed to work together. And that's why I, I will agree with you and give them a 20. Functionality, I had no glitches whatsoever. Nothing. I actually expected them at a couple points because it was a lot of stuff going on. It was a lot of drones. It was a lot of like scenery stuff. And I'm flying like crazy. And even you can fly backwards. You can do anything, dude. So I got to give them a 20. They, I mean, they nailed it. Um, Replayability is where we're going to go south. I give them a 10. I'll give them the 10 for giving you the ability to do a fight challenge if you want or a combat challenge if that particular area in the world is going to allow it. But, you know, I mean, how many times can you get five stars on something? And it's like, okay, you know, typically if I get five stars on something, I don't go back to it because I feel like I've achieved all there is to achieve. But out of fairness, they did give you something to do. If that's your thing, it's, it's not going to be mine. I don't think I have anything to prove other than the story. So I actually give them a 10. And then value for money, I mean, it's worth it. <laughs> I don't know what, what better thing to say. I went into it not being an Iron Man fan, and I came out of it an Iron Man fan. So to me, that's money well spent because now it's got me watching the movies and I want to see his tie-ins to when he's on the Avengers there or whatever. And, you know, it's like, it's not like I'm a noob to superheroes. It's just my superhero experience stopped at a certain time period in my life. So I didn't stay current to the modern happenings. But a 20, 20, 20, 10, and 20. So this is a 90. Still a damn good score. Oh, yeah. Not bad. And, you know, my most skeptical category was was value going into this you know is the game going to be actually worth forty dollars and it seems like in both of our opinions yeah you know they can definitely yeah there was a lot of oh my god moments and there was a lot of you know Mm -hmm. oh shit moments with the 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 fighting and yeah i mean i to me 40 bucks if you're going to deliver on a a really good story and and -hmm. decent gameplay then i don't think there's anything wrong with that no but you are one of those isn't there and it doesn't (laughs) the, the the package doesn't work yeah, but you know, we won't name the game, but we have been burned mm. before, so it's yeah. like there a forty dollars game, I think. Yeah, there is always that layer of Triple E Studios. I don't know, you know, layer of being <laughs> layer of being a little skeptical. Uh, you know, going into any high price tag game, it's like, does it justify it? Yeah, you know what, this game, it did, and our big. Dude, I think two two adult meals at McDonald's is more than forty bucks. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're very Pretty spoiled. Close. We're very spoiled in the VR world with yeah. game costs, especially in comparison. Oh, the to prices consoles. are getting you know forty dollars is comparable to some mm-hmm. you know been on the market for a couple months. No, new games are what, 60, 60, 70, 70 bucks. Yeah, and for to me, the whole new. market is like the whole pricing market's all weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, what you got subscription what? services that are dropping free games that you know technically aren't free because you have a subscription, but. Other people are having to buy them, and you're playing them for nothing. Yeah, wait till wait till the Quest has a service like that. It, it's just a matter of the Fingers library crossed. size. I think it's all dependent on the cloud service mm-hmm. and the like, library size. Yeah, it's still yeah. still a little too a, small. It's an adolescent library, mm-hmm. and that's not knocking it because I mean, Jesus, I I love it, but mm-hmm. sometimes I get sad when uh, I look at shit that's on sale. And it's literally like <laughs> purchased, 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 purchased. I'm like, I can't even. Well, the the podcast shit. has turned us into complete whores because it's not like every game we've ever played we've reviewed either. A whore? <laughs> you just call me a whore. There's so many games we have played. Like our library. So I have my 256 
headset gets filled up in a second, you know? Yeah, I, can, I have half my half my shit's always on uninstall section. <laughs> and it sucks because sometimes you have to un- uninstall something you like. Mm-hmm. You said they're making make tough room. decisions like throwing out old shirts. And I'm like, come on, on, man. I play this game a lot, but I just don't have the room. It just makes the most sense for the easiest uninstall. Yeah. And you got to go back and reinstall it. And so I think we were saying on uh, Monday, I appreciate the the saves. The, yeah, the fact the that if save. you uninstall, yeah, that you're not shit out of luck with mm-hmm. when you reinstall it. So it's okay. Like I said, I did a factory restart the other week and I, I, I hop back in. No problems. So here's no. one for you. If Oculus offered um, cloud storage for your games, so you never had to uninstall them. Couple of, like a terabyte, nine ninety nine for a terabyte. Would you do it? Nine ninety nine actually sounds like a rip off. I'm going to say four ninety nine. Yeah, I was going to say nine ninety nine. That's like uh four ninety nine. That's game library five dollars a month. No, I probably wouldn't do it. Well, the only things that I'm interested in paying for <laughs> are game titles. I do hate uninstalling my. I hate uninstalling the games, but well, no, no, no. Here's what I think this is. When the Quest 2 came out, when we first got our headset, like games the are pretty small. Game, yeah. Yeah, they're they, pretty they, small. They exponentially Pop grew. One oh, was probably one of the biggest. They and, just um, need Saints and Sinners. Mm-hmm, they just need their future headsets to have bigger storage. Let's be, I mean, dude, storage does not take up much space. You'll see fucking terabyte little, little sticks, you know? It's like, I, I doubt the, the issue of getting more space. You know, I doubt size of the headset and oh my god, there's no space. It's like how much extra space is a gig versus two hundred I mean a terabyte versus two hundred and fifty six megabyte or gigabytes in twenty twenty two. So <laughs> I think that the reason that two fifty six gigabytes is the max storage size is because when the quest two came out, it was like, Oh yeah, you love you could download every game on the library when it wouldn't be two hundred fifty six. So then the question's gonna be how big is the The Quest three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to have to be at least a terabyte. I imagine they're going to follow the For same the pricing model. model. Yeah, the, the pricing model that they're doing now, I think, will carry over that. They'll probably do two different headsets with, hmm. you know, one smaller storage, one bigger storage. I'd love a terabyte headset. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But for subscription services, I'd say... $1.99, would you pay that? Maybe. I pay, <laughs> I pay a dollar for, like, Google Cloud yeah, so they got you one drive. way or another. Pretty easy to get me at 99 cents, I won't lie. It's a cup of coffee. That's that's half a cup of coffee. 99 days, cents you know? of where are you getting your coffee? Mine yeah. costs 288. <laughs> but <laughs> in a heartbeat, I would pay for like library services worth like, you know, where they give you, you know, rotating like games the, or whatever. Yeah. I would pay for one of those. Membership. Uh-huh. And I would pay for like cloud PC attached to like integrated directly into the quest you know like how they had those rumors of the uh project avalanche is what they're calling it where it's going to be like quest cloud gaming but for like Mm -hmm. pc vr titles i would pay for a service like that directly integrated into the quest too hell yeah i think we even said that before mm -hmm. so those two subscription services i would definitely be interested in increased storage nah i can pull the band-aid easy enough and delete things is what it is. Yeah. But I got me on the storage. I do think that they'll, the newer headsets, they they have to be bigger size, 256 gigabytes. I can't believe I'm saying this. It's going to be 64 gig. I think that's why they phased it out. When they (laughs) saw how big games were getting quick, they were like, uh, we're going to drop. I mean, think about it in all honesty. How, how big do you think Grand Theft Auto is really going to have to be? It's, I, it's going to be fucking huge. Um, I remember, <laughs> I remember before I bought the Quest 2, I was like debating oh, on, awesome. on which version to get, the 64 gig or the 256 gig. No and brainer. I remember everyone on Reddit that I was reading the responses from were saying, just get the 64 gigabytes. You will never fill up a 256. Like Games aren't that big. And I had it in the back of my mind of, they're not that big now. Let's see in a year. And I am... So grateful I got the 256 gigabyte because mm-hmm. you know, again, maybe two years ago games were only 100 megabytes. Nah, this game's 10, 10 gigs, you know, Iron Man, 
If you had a 64 gigabyte, that's a sixth of your headset. Well, yeah, oh. that doesn't count anything else you've got, like yeah. apps or freaking media. Or... Yeah, and you know how all storage goes. You always lose a gig or two just to BS operating, okay. operating system bullshit, you know? So, all right. Upgrades. Yeah, all that stuff. But uh, I think we we could just about covered it this week. You know, mm-hmm. I'll give us credit even for not being person up like you know next to each other. I think we still got a good uh, good little flow. Still just I, as fun. I disagree. Sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I agree. Oh, that's funny. I wholeheartedly agree with you, sir. Right. So, uh, like I said before, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, subscribe, rate us five stars. Go hop over to our Discord community or subreddit. You can find those links in our show notes, the episode description. You go, hey, what's this episode about? Show more. Boom, go to the bottom. Click Discord. Join the party. All right. Other than that, uh, I guess stay tuned for next week's content. Back in person. Back Allegedly. in person. Theoretically, that's the, that's the word. You know, pending any, like, meteor strikes or intense weather that. events or anything like that, you know, we should be back in person next week. Uh, other than that, I hope everybody had a good, good holiday and... I guess enjoy your new year.